During the week, I was 8 to 12. Oh, okay, 8 to 12. So if you are below 8, please stay here. All the energetic, <laughs> the energetic ones, praise God. Hallelujah. You know, during the week, I was um, just thinking, like many of us, it's, I mean, it's a food for thought. It's no news what is going on. And one scripture came to my mind. And the scripture, the, it's just two words. And I went back to look at the scriptures. It says, look and live. Look and live. And where did that come from? From the book of Numbers. Numbers chapter 21, verses 4 and 9. You know, when the children of Israel sinned, and there was serpent, God leashed serpent among them. And everybody was running all over the place. They all went back to Moses. Moses, please beg God on our behalf. And what did God tell them? He said they should make a bronze that as many that does what? Look, they will what? They will leave. This is a time that everybody is rushing, panicking all over the place. But my message to you is, brethren, Look and what? Live. Look. We will not be beaten in the name of Jesus. But we don't have to wait till that time. It is now to start look and live. Look and live. Uh, Isaiah chapter 60 verse 2. We are going to use that to pray. He says, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. When there is darkness, what do we see? Commotion. Confusion. Everybody running helter-skelter. This is a form of darkness. This is a form of darkness. I remember, I think two or three years ago, one of the prophecies, not this one, Daddy Gio said something, that even in places, that we think there is safety, that things will happen, then we know that there is no safety. Everybody's running. Where can you run to now? Nowhere, except to Calvary. Except to Calvary. So he says, but the Lord shall arise. Upon who? Upon his own. The Lord shall arise upon his children and his glory shall be seen in the name of Jesus. So the prayer point this morning is that Father in the midst of all that is happening Father arise upon your church. Arise upon the people of God. Let the glory of the Lord be seen upon the people of God. Brethren, this is a time that the heart of the world, no one of them is mentioning God, you know. Nobody is mentioning God. But this is a time for God in his almightiness to show forth his power that truly he is God. I want you to close your eyes and pray that Father in the midst of Israel, Father arise. Father arise, 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 arise on our behalf. Father arise, oh God, on behalf of your children all over the world. Everywhere that they are calling upon the name of the Lord. Father, we ask this morning, God of grace and mercy, it's by your mercies, oh God, we pray, arise. 
arise upon us, O God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Arise and show mercy in the name of the Lord Jesus. Arise and shine forth upon your church in the name of Jesus. Every area, every corner in the world that the name of Jesus is being called upon. Arise, O God, is the light that shineth out of darkness. Has the Lord, our Father, shine forth. Shine forth, O God, in the midst of this darkness. Father, shine forth, O God of grace and mercy. Father, we ask, we ask, and we plead, O God, in the name of Jesus. We humble ourselves before you, Jehovah. And we say, Father, shine. Father, arise upon your church. 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 Even the people that know not God, when they see the difference, they will begin to seek unto God. They will begin to run unto God. Father, we pray, O God, that you would arise in our midst, O God. Shine forth. Shine forth. Shine forth, O God. Shine forth, O God. In the name of Jesus. We are going to ask. The Bible says there is something called the godly sorrow. That the so godly sorrow of the Lord will be released mightily. And people will begin to know. There are situations that goes beyond control. It is only God that can intervene. Every one of them, that they begin to seek God. All over the place. That the awareness of God will be released mightily upon this land in the name of Jesus. When the serpent began to bite the people, the people ran to God. They ran to God. They ran for mercy. And the Lord told them, look and live. And they begin to look. And they begin to look. Let us ask that, Father, this time, let the awareness of God, the awareness of God be real in the heart of men. That they will seek God. Their hearts will be changed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Their hearts will be changed. Their lives will be touched in the name of Jesus. Godly sorrow that their eyes will begin to shift focus. So many that believe in other things. Many that don't even believe at all. Many that believe so much in medicine. Medicine is even failing. Father, we pray, oh God, this time as they look unto you, begin to show forth yourself. Turn their hearts towards you, oh God. Turn their hearts toward you, O God. Godly sorrow to be released upon every heart, upon every man, O God, that they will begin to seek you in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. We are asking the Lord to set us apart. To set us apart. And that is when the Lord shines forth in our lives. When they see that, ah, ah, what, why are you so much at peace? You tell them, I have God. We tell them, I have Jehovah Jireh. You tell them that Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. Jesus already paid the price for me. Father, we are asking that indeed you will shine forth in the name of Jesus. We pray for our brethren. We have some of our brethren. They are so much exposed to people with the nature of their work. We ask that they will shine forth in their workplaces. We ask that they will shine forth in their workplaces. We pray that we shine forth in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Let us pray again for our brethren. Many are in the medical field. Many are in the health field. 
Many are always exposed to people. Jehovah, that you will shine forth, O God. Jehovah, that you will shine forth, O God. Jehovah, shine forth, O God. Jehovah, shine forth, O God. Let them see. Let the heathen see that you are God alone. Let the heathen see you are God that takes care of his own. Let the heathen see you are the Lord that loves your own. Let the heathen see you are the Lord that answers prayer. Father, show forth your power, O God. As you did in the days of old, Jehovah. Do it again, O God, in the name of Jesus. Let the heathen see, O God, you are the Lord that came. You healed the blind. In fact, healing, healing is your specialty because you are the greatest healer. You are the doctor of all doctors. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. You will shine forth. You will shine forth, O God. In our going out, in our coming in, you will shine forth, O God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. As we seek you, Father, we live in the name of Jesus. As we seek you, O God, as we look, we live in the name of the Lord Jesus. Faithful are you, O God. Merciful are you, O God. Great are you, O God. You are the doctor of all doctors. What is impossible for you to do? Nothing. Nothing, O God, is impossible. Nothing, oh God, is impossible. Shine forth, oh God, in your power and in your might. In the name of Jesus. Jesus be exalted. Jesus be exalted. The Bible says they looked unto him. They looked unto him as we are looking unto him right now. And they were not put to shame because their faces were lighting. Our faces shall be lighting. In the name of the Lord Jesus. None of us will be put to shame. In the name of the Lord Jesus, as the people are running Elta Skelter, we have the Prince of Peace. We will not run Elta Skelter. In the name of the Lord Jesus, because we have you, oh God. We have you, our Father. We have you, oh God, our shelter. We have you, oh God, our strong tower. We have you, oh God, our refuge. We have you, oh God, as our holy Lord, our very present help. You are present with us. In the car, you are present. In the church, you are present. In the school, you are present. In the office, you are present. Wherever you are, you are present. Jehovah, you will shine forth. You will shine forth and glorify your name. Jesus be exalted. Father, we adore you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Someone says, how we react, how we react, says a lot about where we put our trust. How you are reacting, it says a lot about where your trust is. I am not undermining, you know, the steps that should be taken. I am not undermining that, but where lies your hope? What are we doing showing these kids upstairs? If they are afraid, they are afraid. This is the time to let them know that we have a God. A God, a God that made the heaven and the heart. He rules and reigns in the affairs of men. This is the time to tell them. We call them, we tell them the word of God. That they are in God's hands. That God is more than able to take care of them. And as we are looking, we live and we will not be put to shame in the name of Jesus. This is another time as well to tell people about God. This is a time to remind them that there is a God in heaven. That when man thinks they know all things, God is more than able to tell them that he supersedes all their plan, everything they know, all their skill put together. Because he's great and mighty. As many, when we are talking to them in the office every day, tell them there is a God. Look, 
just look, you will leave. Just look unto him, you will leave. But when they are saying hey, and we are saying who, ha, we are not different. We are not different from them. We have to let them people know that we are different. We are different. Praise the Lord. I want to share quickly with us today about what I call distraction. Because I Bradley already said it, but the good thing is at least there are some things that are a bit different, but it's still distraction. We are talking about distraction. When we are walking, moving forward, when we are in progress in our journey in life, because we are all in a journey. Excuse me. we are traveling in our journey, we all have distraction. It's just like those that run. We all know them. Run the hoodies and they give hoodies, put hoodies, lots of hoodies in front of them. And they have to run. They are running towards a goal. They are running towards a prize. There is a purpose for their running. They want to finish the line and get a medal. So also in life as well. There are hurdles, hurdles that are placed before us. But brethren, we should know that hurdles say two things to me, or distraction says two things to me. Number one, distraction could be good. There are some distractions that nudges you and say, check yourself, check yourself. You know? There are some distractions that because we are moving forward, it wants to take you off course. So we should be able to know when there's a distraction, what is this telling me? What is this thing? What's the message that is there? May the Lord help us to be discerning and to hear in the name of Jesus Christ. I want us to learn quickly from Hans, the first point that I want to raise today. I'm going to just one point. There are so many, I mean, there are so many interesting things about hands. But please, can you, you can display the picture again. Yeah. So there are so many interesting pictures about the hands. You know, and Proverbs 16 just says, go to the hands, you sluggard, and learn from them. And it says what they do during the summer. But I'm glad here that we don't have sluggards here. And we don't have lazy people. We are smart people, but we need to, we want to learn from them. Even though, our, no matter how smart we are, we still learn. We still learn. So we are going to learn one thing. When I was growing up, I don't know, is it new to any one of us singing this line of hands? Eh? I don't think it's new to, you know. Many times I sing it and I play with them when, <laughs> when I was growing up. But what do I do? I just pick a stone. You know, I just throw it. I want to scatter them. I want to know what is what they will do, you know. But I just notice. So it's why I was thinking about this, that I now remember them. You know, normally they could have been going like the first one. When you put stone, just want to scatter them. Sometimes it's like that they stop a little bit and they move. They will continue. And they will just 
you know, faithfully. They are just going. And if it's something tiny that they can carry, they will carry it along. If it's something that they can carry, maybe it's food, they will take it along with them. What are we learning from them? They are focused. They are focused. Even though we sow something to scatter them, they will still find a way around it. And after a while, all of them will just be forming that pattern. They will form. It's like scatter them again. They will form a pattern and they will go. You know? So I want us to learn that we should be focused. Hurdles will come every day, every moment. But we should be focused and keep going. There are hurdles that you need to climb. There are hurdles that you need to remove. There are hurdles that you just corner it and go. But the most important thing is that you reach your goal. So the work there is let us know which one am I going to remove? Which one am I going to corner? Which one am I going to climb? The Lord will give us wisdom and understanding in the name of Jesus. The hurdles we face is different. So there is no template. The hurdles we face in life, they are very different. What I face every day is different. I want to talk briefly about every day. Because sometimes when we say we are moving forward, we are thinking, some of us might think it's something, one big project that I've been building for the past 10 years. I must complete it. Yes, you will complete it. But I want to talk about hurdles we face every day. Every day hurdles. Praise the Lord. You know, <laughs> let us read from Genesis. That was meant to be our Bible reading. Our Bible reading. Genesis um, chapter 26. Genesis chapter 26. So when we read that, they will now continue the message. Genesis chapter 26, I'm going to start from I want to move forward because of time. Okay, I'm going to start from 12. Thank you. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year an hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. For he had possession of flocks and possession of herds and great store of servants. And the Philistines envied him. For all the wells which his father's servants and digged in the days of Abraham, his father, the Philistines had stopped them and filled with herd. And Abimelech said unto Isaac, Go from us, for thou art much mightier than we. And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerah and dwelt there. And Isaac digged again the wells of water, which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistine had stopped them after the death of Abraham, and they called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servant digged in the well and found there a well of springing water. Verse 20. And the herdmen of Gerard strive with Isaac's herdmen, saying, The water is ours. And they called the name of the well Esek, because they strove within. And they digged another well, and drove for that also. And they called the name of it Sitna. And he removed from them, and digged another well. And for that they strove not. And they called the name of it what? Rehoboth. 
and he said, for now, I want us to read that part, for now the Lord had made room for us and we shall be fruitful in the land. So shall it be for us in the name of Jesus. Now, back to my everyday distractions. Let's look at verse 14. Verse 15, sorry. I actually use them. We can use this. Do I use them NLT? But they're still the same. So verse 15 says, For all... Okay. So the Philistines filled up all of Isaac's well with what? With what? With dirt. So I'm going to... That's my first point. I imagine myself in the morning. I'm talking of everyday distractions. I wake up in the morning. We've done our prayer. This is the day that the Lord has me. Are we what? How we rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, another day that the Lord has made. 30 minutes later. I'm hearing noise. Can't you see? Download yesterday. Do, 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 do. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice because of that little debt. Now, some of us can carry it till afternoon or we can carry it tonight. And this is the day that you have said you will what? Rejoice. So the debt here, the Bible says, out of us shall flow what? Rivers of living water. Death signifies what can block that river's water of living water from flowing. If you allow death to settle in, if you allow little thing to settle in throughout that day, and when you come back in the night, let, let us be you know, practical and be truthful about it. How many, or is it all the time that you actually come back and say, ah, I rejoice today? Is it every day? Praise the Lord. Is it every day? Why? Because so many things have happened. I watch a play. I remember, when I, whenever I remember it, ah, say, that play is true. Husband and wife, they were looking unto God for the fruit of the womb. They were praying, fasting and praying together. After, I think, five days or seven days, I can't remember. But they are, that day, they were going to end the fasting. The husband got home. I think he was not working. But the wife was walking. The husband sat down. He was praying, you know. But as soon as the wife came in, we are supposed to end the prayer today. Why did you come late? Why did you come late? Wife said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, they continue. They, continue. they finish the prayer. Okay. Um, where is food? She ran to the kitchen to bring the food. And uh, ah, where is the food now? She came back. He said, I'm sorry, I'm just warming your food in the microwave. You know, they got, he said, What? You are warming my food in the microwave? He said, but you know I don't like microwave food. So they started fighting. Then the woman said, eh, she be a mess you at home. Why can't you cook the food anyway? Why can't you cook the food? And they started fighting. They started fighting. After a while, after a while, this woman sat and said, what just happened? After seven days of prayer, is this how? That is a distraction, brethren. It is little, but that is a distraction. Watch out for things that can stop that well from flowing. You have just blessed the children. You have just prayed for them in the morning. And one of them just did something that you just feel like, which planet is this child from? You know? And if you are not careful, you would have landed some things. You know? 
And that thing, you are so aggravated throughout the day because you are so much waiting for the, your wife to come back or the husband to tell them what this child, you still have not released it. Tell me where is the river of living water flowing from? Dirt. So what I'm saying is, let us watch out for the dirt. Let us watch out for those things that want to hinder us. That is going forward though. Because if you are hungry from morning till afternoon, tell me where is the inspiration coming from? You now carry that to the office. Eh? And somebody did not greet you well or you did something. You feel like wasting the person or just, you know? It piles up, it piles up, it piles up. So let us identify which debt. We are coming to church in the morning. We are almost boxing one another before we come to church. And in the, by that place, everything has changed. Uh, when we get in the car, we start again. <laughs> we have not finished though. Who are we fooling? Debts. Let us watch it. I am not perfect, but it's what God is showing me. That I've, God is nudging me about. Debt. Watch it. What debt? What are the people throwing onto you? It might not even be you. It might be people wanting to stop it. It might be people wanting to do it by their behavior. You went to work today, I'm going to do my best, and somebody just says something and demoralize you. And we find it difficult to stand up again. No, let it not stay. It is debt that wants to flow, stop the rivers of joy from flowing. You have told the Lord you will rejoice and you will rejoice. In the name of Jesus. We will all rejoice in Jesus' name. So let no man, let no one, let no circumstances feel that debt. Throw the debt into your wells of living water. I said unexpected financial needs. You know, in this place, bills keep coming in. The one, as before it comes, you have planned it. Another one just come. Uh, mommy, we are going to field trip. Ah, which field trip now? Every day. Ah. Oh, my friend is doing party. No, no don't stay at home now. You, you don't have to go to party. Ah. Because I'm telling you, for some, we don't know. That $30 has done, for gift, has done something. You have destabilized something. You know? So those kind of things piles up, piles up. And somebody is saying good money and you're wondering where the good is coming from. Let us watch it. Let nothing, let no circumstances fill that well of living waters. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. I'm going to verse 16 of that same scripture. He says, And Abimelech said unto Isaac, Go from us, for thou art mightier than we. I said, It's envy. People just envy you for no reason. You don't have to do anything to anybody to envy you. You are just too fine and they just don't like you. And, or you just, you know, it's whenever you speak that people, you know, you see a certain set of, a certain person, whenever you speak, you see the reaction all the time. You see a reaction there all the time. Or when you are going to office, you are not so happy because you are meeting that person, that person has, you know. We, God has called us to overcome we will overcome in the name of Jesus. Envy is a distraction. You don't have to do the envy. It can even come. It could be the other way around. True. It's a distraction. Even myself envying someone else. It's a distraction on my part. Because I will lose focus of where I'm going anyway. 
if I'm having someone else, you don't know the cross they are crying, carrying. You don't know what I'm carrying. So why should I envy you? The plan, God has made us special. God has made you unique. God has made me unique. God has said he has given us, all of us, we have an expected hand. But he has made us differently. That's why you have to see some people, they raise their own business, is their own. Some people, they are medical doctors. Some people, they are... Because we are wired differently, God has given us different gifts. Why should I envy? And if people decide to envy, that's their own way. But what I'm trying to say is, there are some things we can look out for, distractions. If you see that, go. Sometimes we have to be like the hands, watch, walk past, and go. Another one says in verses 20 and 21, it's like the first point, argument. If you look at verses 20 and 21, he says, and the headmen of Jera did strive with Isaac's headmen, saying, the water is ours. And they called the name of the well because they strove within. There was argument. Another one, uh, verse 21, verse 21, verse 21, verse 21, 21, please. And they dig another well and strove for that also. NLT said it in another way. But what they are trying to say that in the process of building, there is argument. There was dispute. There was hostility. When we see those things, brethren, sometimes no matter if it's God that gives you that grace to overcome those things. Because there are some people that you meet in, you meet and you pray, God, I don't want to meet these people again. You know? I am very fine. <laughs> I am <laughs> I am very fine. So argument, dispute, hostility. Those are the form of distraction. Again, if you face those things, brethren, don't stay by it and say, Ah, am I the only person in the world? Am I the only this? And you don't want to move forward. You don't want to enjoy the day that the Lord has made. Push them aside. Proverbs 17, 14. It says, starting a quarrel is on the, I think I put that on the slide. Proverbs 17, 14. It says, starting a quarrel is like opening a floodgate. So stop before a dispute break out. That means what? If you start, some people, they don't even have the power to fight, but they will start it. And at the end of the day, they will end up suffering. So don't start. Whether I am the one I'm not saying. Some people are distracted in here. You know? Don't start. Don't start. If somebody wants to distract you, brethren, I think Proverbs 23 says, avoiding a fight is a mark of honor. Can we display that, please? Proverbs 23. Avoiding a fight is a mark of honor. The heathen in these days they think avoiding a fight is weak. No. It is a mark of honor. It is a mark of wisdom. But there are fights that you need to sit down. Is this fight worth fighting? Is this fight better on my knees than confrontation? How do you want to fight? We need to know. It is an honor for a man to cease from strife. For every fool will be meddling. So the message is for me, 
in the sense that I don't go about looking for fight. And the message is, if somebody from outside wants to give you fight, remember, it is a mark from honor. If it's what you can walk around, walk around and go your way. Have peace. Enjoy the day that the Lord has made. That is a mark of, I mean, going forward. Because a man that you've just finished fighting, everything, everywhere is so hot. You can't receive anything. You can't gain anything from God. You have to go and sort yourself out first before you move forward. The Lord will help us all in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, my second and third point, they are, uh, I'm not going to dwell so much on it. I'm going to borrow from, let me see now. Uh, there is a passage here. Okay, choose to let go of those issues that didn't go well with you and you think it's not fair. That's a distraction. I'll give you an example. An example is this. I have tried so hard. There is a job that I really did everything. Or maybe I have a job. Let me just say I have a job. And in sincerity, in sincerity I did so well. I did so well. I want to satisfy. I, I mean, to excel, to stay far and beyond. But at the end of the day, the job did not go up well. Choose to go. But instead of you to let it go, you just hold on to it. There are issues of the past that you think is not fair. That why did they have to happen to me? There are issues of the past that you think God was not fair. Why did you allow this to happen to me? And in the process of going forward in the future, you want to take a step. Something will remind you. Remember, God did not answer that prayer. Why do you think he will answer it now? Or God did not help you then. Why do you think he will help you now? You stop. You wouldn't want to pursue it again. Now, I use the example of Job. Because that situation was beyond his control. Situations like that, they are beyond your control. It's not everything. You cannot know everything that is happening. Job did not know there was a conversation about him in the spiritual realm. All he knew was he's facing issues. All he knew was trouble was coming. Trouble will not come our way in the name of Jesus. But all I'm saying, there are situations in life that just come and you, they are just beyond your control. You cannot explain it. Let's go. He's God. Let's go. If Job knew that that was what was going on, I guess probably you'd be, yeah, I'm for God. I'm, but you can see that truly he is for God without knowing the conversation that was going on. I use David because David had serious issue. We all have issues sometimes. But that issue was that he knew he has sinned. He has asked God for mercy. Bathsheba's son. He has asked God for mercy. The Bible recorded that he was lying down flat. For days, fasting, hungry, seeking for mercy. That, to me, that's a sign of repentance. Asking God. But yet, the son died. I'm saying there are things that could happen beyond us. Let go and move forward. David could have said, eh, I prayed and God did not forgive me. And this and this. And hold it. And not serve God again. He will lose out at the end. But when that happened, what did he do? He rose up. 
He washed himself and they moved forward. He went to eat. If there are issues like that in our lives, issues that happened in the past, you think you were denied your right. You think somebody cheated on you. You think somebody betrayed you. You think somebody hurt you. And I, after I tried, after all I did, let go. Let it not hinder you and move forward. It's not easy, but it's doable by God's grace. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. It is a form of distraction. So for us not to pursue, the Lord will help us. The last point he says, I said here, is that 26 verse 1, that Genesis verse 1 again. It says, and there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. I want it in NLT. He said there is a particular phrase that I wouldn't, that I want to use there. In NLT, 26 verse 1. If anybody has it, you can please tell me. I say, I say it here. A severe famine now struck the land as that happened before in Abraham's time. Who is Abraham? Isaac's father. Okay. So, why I'm going to that, I borrowed that phrase because the Bible says, as that happened before, there were issues that happened before. What happened to my father before? What happened to my mother before? Probably I'm now seeing it now because what happened to um, Abraham before is not happening to Isaac. I'm now seeing it now in my life. If it's good, glory be to God. But there are some things that happened to our parents before that children still see now and they are negative. At a certain age, oh, it happened that maybe my father is late anyway, but nothing happened. He, didn't, he was not sick. He had a collision, but I'm just going to use him. That let's say at age 40, my father used to have a particular sickness. And somebody is now reaching age 40 and is now seeing that sickness. That is, as it happened before, there was famine in the time of Abraham. And now there is famine in the time of Isaac. And as a child of God, what should we do? Is a distraction for you focusing on the world? Is a distraction for you focusing on to who is able to save, look and live? You know? Because now say, ah, it happened before. And before then, uh, maybe the father died at a certain age. And I'm now beginning to see something like this now happen. It is a form of distraction. We should not settle for less. We should not settle that it happened to my father before, or it happened to my sister before, it happened to my relative before, and this is what happened to them. So this might be happening to me. No. We are children of God, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Our destiny is in Christ. Praise the Lord. Our destiny is in where? Is in Christ. So we are going to pray that every negative thing, you know, that has happened in the past to our parents, we reject it in our lineage in the name of Jesus. Brethren, if we sit down with our parents, they will tell you there are some things they went through in their life and they pray. In fact, my mom will pray, like, even my enemy, I don't want them to have, have this kind of experience. So. Just in a few minutes, close your eyes and tell God that every negative thing in the past 
We are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. It will not be transferred to our children in the name of the Lord Jesus. It will not be transferred to our lineage in the name of the Lord Jesus. Our lineage is of Christ. Our citizenship is in heaven. The blood of Jesus covers us. We are joined here with Jesus. So the only blood, the only thing that reigns in us is the life of Christ. It reigns in our children's life. It reigns in our children's children's life. It's Jesus' stories. It reigns from us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every error in the past, every error that our fathers, our, our mothers have made in the past, we will not make such error in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every of their regrets, we, re we will not have such terrible regrets in our lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to pray for our children as well. Our children will be greater than us. Our children will be greater than us. Our children will be greater than us. Pray that prayer that my children shall be greater. They will be greater. Every mistake that even I have made, every error that I have committed, my children will not commit such error in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every mistake that I have made in the past, Lord, I pray on this altar, Lord, I committed. They will not make such error. They will not make such mistakes. Every regret of my life, I reject it. They will not pass through it. In the name of the Lord Jesus, as they progress in life, Father, you will be their guide. And we terminate every negativity in my lineage. I terminate every negativity in my lineage. I terminate every error in my lineage. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Psalm 112 says, praise the Lord. Our children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Because the Bible says in that scripture we are using, verse 12, it says, and Isaac grew forward. He went forward. He planted. Harvesting more than he planted. He harvested, you know, let's say he planted two. He harvested ten. He, invest, he harvested fifty. That's what he said. The Bible says he harvested more than he planted. And it was God that gave him the increase. Let us pray that the Lord will water our children in the name of the Lord Jesus. Isaac was the seed of Abraham and he worked stronger and he planted more. He harvested more. He was the Lord moving forward. The Lord gave him increase. We are going to pray for our children that the Lord will give them increase in life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the journey of life, they will move forward. In the journey of life, they will work stronger. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, that you will be with them. You said that our children will be mighty in the land. Yes, in this land, they will be mighty. Wherever you lead them, oh God, they will be mighty. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. We are going to pray for ourselves again. The Bible says, as long as the health remains, there will be planting and harvesting, Amen. cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. We, are, we have prayed for the children. We are going to pray for ourselves. That Father, as I am sowing, I will harvest more in this land in the name of Jesus. As I am sowing, I will harvest more than I planted. I will harvest more than I planted. I will not labor in vain. In the name of Jesus, I will harvest more than I planted. I will not labor in vain. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. The last scripture we are going to read will be from the book of Isaiah chapter 41. I want us all to open it into it, Isaiah chapter 41. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 8, it says, But thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. We are the seed of Abraham because we have been redeemed, because we have been redeemed by the blood. Verses 10 says, Fear not, for all distractions that we have mentioned this morning, or for anyone that may even want to pop their head. The Bible says, Fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yes, I will strengthen thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. The Lord will uphold you with the right hand of his righteousness in the name of Jesus. Verse 14 says, Fear not, thou warm Jacob, and you men of Israel. I will help thee, share the Lord, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. This is where I'm going. He said, Behold, I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument, having teeth. What is that going to do? He said, Thou shalt thresh the mountain. That means as the obstacles are popping their head, the Lord said he will transform you. He will give you, turn you, transform you to be a threshing instrument with a sharp teeth. You already have what you have. You already have what you need to thresh it. The Bible says you will thresh the mountain and you will beat them small and shall make the hills as chaff. Thou shalt find them and the wind shall carry them away and the where wind shall scatter them and thou shalt what? Rejoice in the Lord. Thou shalt what? Rejoice in the Lord and shall glory in the Holy One of Israel. Rise up this morning. He has the power to transform you.